And here we go, here we go! Raider Nation. Raider Nation. Welcome to the Silver and Black Hack Podcast. Your home for the most real Raiders takes, predictive stats, and advanced analytics. We bleed silver and black. Here are your hosts, Raider Heart and Raspy Raider. What is good, Raider Nation? Welcome back to the Silver and Black Hack Podcast. I am your host, as always, Raider Hart. And I uh, got Raspy Raider back with me again, guys. You're listening to Captain of the Week and Walk the Plank from the Raiders' victory, the sweep over the Denver Broncos uh, Bronco slash Donkeys, 22 to 16 in overtime. Uh, finally, a situation where I think that it's going to be more of a normal, typical captain and week segment. There is plenty of guys to go around here, you know, in a more complete ball game. Raspy, how do you feel about the, the captain and week segment? Uh, it's a little bit different after you get a win, isn't it? Way different. Way more exciting. And I know Nation loves this, and I love it too, man. This is like – I love crowning guys, man, when they deserve to be crowned, you know, and – Part of me kind of likes planking guys when they need to be planked. You know what I mean? Sometimes that can be a motivating factor if people are talking about you a certain type of way, you know? So so it's relevant. It's realistic. It's as real as it's going to get, which is what we're giving you, our takes each and every week. We're going to try to make it as real as we can. We're going to call out those who don't show up. And we're going to, you know, we're going to give the guys the nod when they do. So let's get into it, brother. You get what you deserve with the Silver and Black Hack podcast. We reward the heroes and we vilify the villains here. We, we keep it real and no player. There's no fan favorite that's above it. There's no, you know, hated member of the Raiders or whatever that isn't above redemption. So this is the way that we like to do it, guys. And I think this is a good time since this is a feel-good win, a feel-good victory for the Las Vegas Raiders, especially against those stupid Broncos that would, you know, keep them – down in the gutter there. I think we should go back to our format where we start off with the plank, get the bad news out of the way. Not as much bad news this week, thankfully, in a win. But I think we do have some candidates for people that we can plank for various reasons. And then we'll go ahead and end this feel-good week victory with a feel-good segment. Plenty of candidates to leave you guys with um, to go around for as far as captain goes this week. So why don't we start it off with Raspy Raider? I, I know I hate to do it after a after a victory, but it's you know sometimes it's hard after a loss to you just want to plank the whole team. So that's that could be right. challenging you to find single members <laughs> that are deserving more than others. But why don't you try after a victory that presents its own challenges? But if you have somebody to plank, who would you go with this week? Well, man, I'm going with the kid that I uh, put in the captain's chair last week, man. And that's the youngster, Sam Webb. It's time you walk the plank. Uh-oh. Man, saw so much promise and so much just 
I don't know, man, just involvement from him last week in that game. Uh, a quick twitch, nice break on the ball, showing good hands, being able to, to fight at the line and, and, and get that release and stick with his man and, and, and to stay sticky as a defender because that's something that you just you, – you got to have as a secondary guy, man. You got to be sticky. You cannot let these guys just get off on you and run wild. Well, Sam Webb let Cortland Sutton run wild, and then he let Kendall Hinton run wild. You know, he had a really horrible holding call on Cortland Sutton when the ball was overthrown, no reason to even touch the receiver. I'm not getting it. If the ball's right on the money and you got to make a you, – you know, you're trying to – you know, you get a flag or whatever for holding because you're trying to break up a pass, man. On a ball that's not even catchable, you cannot be holding the neck of the receiver in front of you, man. So there's certain things I get it. He's a rookie. There's going to be some growing pains, and that's fine. But I'm going to be real with you, too, and that's why I'm planking you. He, he damn near gave up a perfect passer rating against. Didn't seem to matter who he was covering. They were getting off. I think he maybe – I think it started off kind of rough, and I think he let it, maybe let it get in his head. I could see some frustration, some fist pumping, some teeth gritting, that kind of thing. I get it. He wants to show up and show out as a young guy trying to make his spot on the squad. Learn from this. Just because I plank you doesn't mean I don't thank you, homie. And I'm beloved for you, but you didn't play well. So take this, you know, as a learning experience, fix it, run film back, see what you didn't do well, see the few things that you did well, and work and focus on that. So it may be a moot point because he might not, he probably won't even be out there next week because Hobbs will probably be back doing his thing. But as far as depth and growth is concerned, I want Sam Webb to be a part of his team. I've seen some some stuff from this kid that I really like. I ain't putting you on the captain seat, you know, because you did okay. He played really well last week. This week, not so much. But learn from it, grow. It's all good, man. I'm planking you this week. I hope that next week, if you are out there, that I can give you the nod as captain. But for this week, man, Sam, Sam Webb, walking the plank, baby. Yeah, that's the nature of being a rookie, especially a rookie corner in this league. You know, we see the upside with Webb. We've seen it, you know, even in the preseason process, we saw it and had a really good week against the Colts. But, you know, again, this is the nature of the NFL. They targeted him. They, they, yeah. they, Wilson and Kubiak and company, that was clear, clearly part of the, the game plan was to put a big bullseye on on Webb. And they found him no matter where he was out there early and often and not necessarily a, a, a stupid thing to do by the donkeys either. That's the way they no, standard. Yep. That's standard. And, you know, veteran quarterbacks going to target the rookie DB to see what you really have out there and make sure that you really can hold up to the, to the live fire. And, you know, this week he didn't do as well in that regard. So, doesn't mean that he can't bounce back like Raspy said, but you know, the plank, we, we, we prop you up. And we'll tear you down just as quickly, you know, depending on, on your, your play and your impact on the field. So keep your head up, Webb. You're not the first Raider to be planked. You're not even – I mean, there's been some Raider greats that have been planked in recent years. So Josh Jacobs has been planked in recent years. So, I mean, there's plenty of room and to I bounce planked, back. I planked Max Crosby, man. Yeah. So, I mean, let's be real, you know. You know, I mean, everybody, Derek Carr's been planked several times. So, I mean, Gawkway, I'd planked. 
You know, I mean, I nobody is nobody is above reproach when it comes to this, man. If you don't play well, you will be called out. The plank will find you. Absolutely, man. You'll have a captain poking you as you get out on that real, real thin plank, man. It's right. not fun. It's not fun. I know it sucks. I'm sure he's his biggest critic, and he's probably as pissed off with himself as anybody else could be in Raider Nation. That's why I said, man. But that's the beauty of it. Learn from it. Grow, man. Yeah, I mean, he wasn't, you know, he's not Deion Sanders out there yet. He was going to have some bumps on the road, as right. any of these do. And Nate Hobbs has had a bad game this year. I played so, Nate earlier. <laughs> yeah, talked about it. So no need to keep your, your head down on that. We expect him to bounce back. But I can't argue with the, the, the selection of Webb this week. But I went on the offensive side. I, nothing real egregious here. This is kind of like – it's been building for the last couple of weeks and, and he really didn't do anything yesterday to halt the momentum that was really pushing him towards his first plank of the year. And I think it pushed him over the edge. This may surprise some people, but I'm planking Hollins, Mac Hollins this week. It's time you walk the plank. And it's not just because, you know, to me with all the attention that Devonte soaks up in, in terms of the coverage that, that the Raiders see every week. It just shouldn't be asking too much for him to be able to feast off of the, you know, the secondary coverage that he's drawing. We've seen his potential. We've seen monster games from him earlier this season. And when I've been watching him in recent weeks, there's, it seems like there's a lot of a lack of attention to detail, not running the right routes, not running, you know, not – not being on the same page as the quarterback. And I was always told that if the receiver and the quarterback aren't on the same page, unless you see or hear specifically, otherwise you, you go with the quarterback on that. And I also heard some rumors that maybe one of the people that Derek Carr was talking about not being bought in or not bleeding, you know, for silver and black, the way that, that he, that he feels like he does or some of the other guys do he didn't name any names, but I heard that there are some rumors to some people that have been right about stuff but in the past, you know, in terms of the inner workings of the Raiders inside the, the locker room, said that Mac Collins may have been one of those ones that he was talking about. I, there's nothing confirmed, so I'm not going to – I'm not planking, planking him based off of that, but his just lack of impact as a secondary receiver without – Hunter Renfro without Darren Waller, man, you know, plenty of opportunity for him to step up. And it seems like he's still trying to work out the wrinkles and the, you know, smooth out some of the creases in this McDaniel system in this playbook that maybe he's not locked, locked, completely locked in like we'd need him to be yet. So nothing egregious for Matt Collins. I still love his potential as a secondary weapon in this offense. And we've seen that potential realized in certain games this year. But I think that, you know, for a lot of us wondering why he's been so quiet since earlier in the season, he showed what damage he can do. I think that there's – I don't think Derek Carr trusts him as much um, since the, the first two, three, four weeks of the season because of some of these issues that they're having with chemistry. We know that Derek Carr, when he doesn't have good chemistry with, with the receiver or, or it's inconsistent, the results are very inconsistent. It's a big trust thing with Derek Carr with his receivers. So, again, he can bounce back. It's not the worst thing in the world. He didn't do anything super egregious in the game, but it's more of an accumulative 
thing over the last few weeks. I got to go. Mac Collins um, got to plank you this week, man. I need you to step up and turn that thing around. And we've seen when when he's on the capability that he has, and and you know what, he was flat out hot there in the first few three, four, or five weeks. Was had some really you know a couple really good games sprinkled in there. Maybe he was starting to kind of sip of some of his own Kool-Aid, man. You know what, man? Don't forget, homie. You are the number two. If you're lucky, you might be the three or four if Waller and Renfro were in there. But at the very least, when it comes to simple wide receivers, there's a one and two on the outside edges. You will be number two as long as you're here, as long as Devontae's here. So you have to embrace that role. And with what, like Hart said, with what this big monster of a man and Devontae is doing over there, you have to be able to feast, man. This guy is pulling coverage away from you. You've got to be able to do that. And if for some reason, and like I said, I know Hart's not calling it out, but if you were one of these guys, man, you haven't earned enough credentials in this league to be one of those guys. So I sure as hell hope it isn't you. But if it is, you better get it together, homie, because you'll be a one-and-done type of dude in this offense, if that's the case. I want to see you here. I want to see you succeed. And I feel like you have that ability to go up and get them 50-50 balls and the muscle catches away from other defenders. I feel like you have that ability. But uh, you need to be on board too, man. Just because it's not – just because everything isn't going the, the way you wanted to doesn't mean you check out. Doesn't mean you, you know, take a foot off the gas at any given point. And I'm not saying that's what he's doing, but if that is the case – I'm sorry you haven't earned that. And the reason you have the yardage and the tutties that you do have is because Derek was leaning on you. So don't ruin that because, like Hart said, it's so much about trust and fluidity with Carr. And I promise you, if Carr feels like you're not putting in like you should be, he won't throw you the ball. You'll be an afterthought. So either way, like I said, it's not some game over stuff on Matt Collins, man. We want you here. We want you to feast. We want you to do great things. You know, tighten it up, man. Let's get to work. Yeah, Derek Carr will ice you out like the frozen tundra if he doesn't well, trust you. Know what? Yeah, and you know what Derek Carr will also do? Is he'll get you contracts like Zay Jones got in Jacksonville if you go ahead and you, you, you freaking fall in line and do what's supposed to be done and be where you're supposed to be when you're supposed to be there. Derek Carr can get you paid, too. And ask, Nelson, they, ask Zay Jones. And Nelson Aguilar. But Nelson Aguilar, Amari Cooper. I mean, there's there's multiples. He will get you paid, man. So don't get too big for your britches, homie. Yeah, even though I'm hard on him, I, I did have to laugh. It was hilarious that on that last play that Mac Collins is on the other side of the field. He was open, too, by the way, but it wouldn't have been a touchdown. But – he was running the other way with his back turned to Devontae. And as soon as Carr let the ball loose, he didn't even see where Devontae was. He just saw where Patrick Sertan was. And he had his back turned to the whole play and started dancing and celebrating as just as the ball left Carr's hand <laughs> the walk-off. <laughs> had to laugh at that part. But... That's awesome. <laughs> you got to love that. He's like, oh, you done messed up now. Yeah, he knew. As soon as it left Carr's hands, he was already yelling at the crowd, jumping around. It was it was done. <laughs> That's awesome. I have to run back and look at that. Yeah, it was it was fun. Um, lastly, 
to leave on a on a high note here after a, a big divisional win against those hated donkeys. Who do you got in the captaincy, man? Man, this is tough because I know somebody's gonna get left. Somebody's gonna be left out. And there's captain, man. So I know, I know. But man, this week, captain, my captain, Mad Max. You listen to your captain, mate. Unbelievable performance from this young man. I mean, six tackles. I think three or four of them were for a loss. Uh, man, forced fumble, blocked field goal, two sacks, just bringing pressure and heat from all angles all day just completely causing havoc and running rough shot on that depleted Denver lion did exactly what I said he needed to do and just flat out got to work, man. And he changed the game. We have asked so much to be that game wrecker, that game changer. And that's exactly what he did, man. I mean, like I said, th that series down by the goal line just showed you who this man truly is and what his capabilities are. I mean, he flat out took seven points off the board and then, like Hart said earlier, finishing and putting uh, – put, getting on Wilson and putting him down again late. I mean, it's just like the, the dude flat out helped us win the game. I mean, changed the damn game. and That's what we need from him. That's what we want from him. Mad Max, man, coming through in a big, big way – Hair on fire, 100 miles an hour. I love this dude, man. I'll take that little nonsensical BS call he got earlier. Yeah, that sucked. But, man, I don't ever want this guy to take his foot off the throttle. He is a freaking, you know, monster truck going 1,000 miles an hour, dude. I love this guy, man. So glad we signed him to the deal we did. Keep him around for his entire career as far as I'm concerned love me some Mad Max man and flat out changed the game took it upon himself to be that guy on defense did everything right and handled business man there's not much more you can ask that's what gets you the captain's spot so love me some Max Crosby man the guy was phenomenal yeah he really was I mean he took seven off the board early then took three off the board <laughs> early and then made those plays late as well. So vintage game, Khalil Mack style game from Mad Max Crosby there. You know, I thought I had my guy. I thought I had my my captain pick uh, locked, locked in stone there. But I'm going to call an audible here at the line. I'm going to, you know, I've surveyed the defense and I'm going to, I don't like what I see here. I'm, I'm going to call an audible here. I was all set to give it to Derek Carr, and I do think he's he's deserving of it with the bounce back performance after the emotions, you know, of, of after the last game, the last loss, bouncing back the 300-yard games, the two big touchdown passes, including the walk-off. Certainly deserving with the poise that he showed, but I'm going to go elsewhere. We talked so much about him during the show. I, I slowly started to realize that this is my captain, I'm going with the Raiders captain this week. I'm going with Josh McDaniels. You listen to your captain, mate. I used to go, you know, to the coaching ranks a lot for captain and plank in the Gruden era. I've gone more on the field so far with McDaniels, but I'm going to go back to that. 
Josh McDaniels is my captain of the week this week. I thought he called a brilliant game. For those of you that missed it, you run it back in our Broncos, our Raiders Broncos post game show. We talk about it pretty extensively there, but I thought he called a great game. I thought that his play calls, especially in the fourth quarter and overtime, you know, to, just got guys wide open. Foster Moreau, Devontae Adams, he got open all day. He was able to nail that critical balance of getting Josh Jacobs going and Devontae Adams going off in the same game. Had not really seen that much previous to this game. So for all those reasons, and then all the other reasons that, that sort of came to me as we were talking through the show, you know, this is a very important game for Josh McDaniels. You have the national media basically calling for you to be fired. There's articles being written saying that the only reason why you you're you still have a job is literally your owner is just too too broke to fire you is the only reason why you're still here. He had to go face his former team. The only other time he was a head coach, the a very notoriously up and down performance that he had with the Broncos ultimately fired. You know how badly he wanted to go back into that building for the first time as a head coach again to silence those guys. You know all the the all the muttering under the breath that the Bronco Nation, Bronco fans, whatever they call themselves, Bronco Country, I think it is, whatever. They tried to copy Raider Nation for a while, but they switched to Bronco Country. Everything that they've been saying about Josh McDaniels, laughing under their breath, all that kind of thing. And he went in there and he stuck it to him. He pretty much ended the last lingering life support that their season, their playoff hopes had, you know, keeping the team together. And then it was just really nice to see the camaraderie and the celebration together in the locker room after the game. So a lot has been said about Josh McDaniels. A lot of you guys listening to the show right now have said things about Josh McDaniels wanting him fired. Let's just keep it all 100 here, guys. We, we know it's true. I've been frustrated with him in the past as well. But for this week, I saw a glimmer of hope for the future if he's really going to be retained for at least another year. Josh McDaniels, great game, great great game plan, great execution, great captain this week. Like I said, man, there's going to be some guys left out because in a win like this, in this situation, you know, there's only two of us here. It's, it's raspy and hard, man. We're going to get, you know, we don't give out, you know, two captains each, which we could have. I mean, let's – and I love how you said, like, getting, you know, you know, that double, getting Devontae and Jacobs involved. And let's not forget to mention, man, that it took some coaching to have Carr on the right page. So he pretty much hit the trifecta with his receiver, his running back, and keeping his quarterback focused and on his game. Now I get it, Carr is in control of that, some of it himself. But that also comes from coaching too, man. You know, he's their leader, meaning McDaniels, when it comes down to it. So he not only got Devontae involved in a big way, Jacobs involved in a big way, but he had Carr involved in a big way. Carr had a hell of a day. Could have been a captain. Devontae feasted. Could have been a captain. Jacobs feasted. Could have been a captain. I mean, it, this is why Hart chose to call an audible on the fly and go with the guy who put the all the ingredients together in the right order to make this thing work, man. So love you calling it on the fly there, throwing the audible out there and going with the coach. 
guy had a lot on his shoulders, man. And like you said, from nationally, worldwide, down to internal. I mean, this was a big, big game for him to to kind of turn things around and just show that he still is in control and he is the one steering this ship. He's at the wheel. So I like it, man. Yeah, I just had to go with, with Josh McDaniels this you week with those other guys for sure. I mean, the only reason why Devontae didn't get it this week again, guys, is because literally he's gotten it like the last two or three weeks in a row. what he does, man. And, I mean, Jacobs too. Jacobs had every, over 100 yards rushing, you know, 50-plus receiving. He's having a phenomenal year, man. The guy's – I think he's over 1,200 all-purpose yards. We're in week 11, 10 games in. So, you're absolutely right, man. So, there was a you know, the guy that was that was pulling all the strings behind the scenes for this particular game, and uh, that's why we, or at least I decided to go with Josh this week. But, um, all in all, a great win, guys. Raiders back in the win column again. Feels so sweet to say that. Uh, worth repeating, uh, you know, beating the donkeys in their backyard 22 to 16 in an overtime thriller walk-off touchdown pass to Devontae Adams. We've all seen it probably numerous times by now. That was such a sweet route and uh, just a great way to win the game. Uh, just just overall, just a great way to win the game. Great way to, Raider performance, good complimentary football. Raspy, you have any final words before we start kind of looking forward to the Seahawks coming up? No, man, just echoing that. Complimentary football, man. We saw it in all phases. You know, even the special teams, you know, put us in some decent spots. A.J. Cole had a great day punting the ball. Daniel Carlson missed one, came back late, hit some, you know, hit a deep banger to keep us in this game. I mean, man, I don't – really, it's just a team win. Yeah, and shout-out to uh, A.J. Cole for that – Clutch coin toss, too. Yeah, sir, that's what I'm saying, man. I mean, it's just all the way around, dude. Nation, love you guys. Love talking Raider wins. That's why we do it, man. Feels so good to get a dub, like Hart said. Nation, we love y'all. Appreciate each and every one of you. Stay tuned in, man. There's more to come. We got more for you, man. We're trying to give you as much content as we possibly can. And, uh, I'll keep it short and sweet, man. Y'all have a great rest of this week, and we will reconvene. And we'll get into the Seahawks pregame show. Y'all be good, man. Peace. Yeah, guys, we will be breaking down the Seahawks matchup, like he said. So stay tuned for that later on this week, as well as it's not too late to get your questions in. We do have a couple selected, but there's still at least one Possibly two slots uh, still available, so get your questions in for Ask Raspy. That's also coming uh, later on this week. It should drop a day or so before the uh, Raider Seahawks preview show. And uh, I would be kind of doing a disservice if I didn't mention Raider Nation also wants to uh, wish Raspy Raider a happy birthday. Uh, he's got a birthday coming up. I believe that's tomorrow, right? Right, Raspy? Yeah, they don't matter much when you get to be here. I am dating myself, but yeah, but I appreciate it, Nation. I appreciate you, Hart. You're my brother, man. I love you to death. I mean, I go to war with you 
any damn day. Nation, that goes for you guys too, man. We're all in this together. Nothing but love for y'all, man. Appreciate that. Yeah, absolutely. I had to mention that. So a very happy birthday from all of us in Raider Nation to the one of a kind, the irreplaceable Mr. Raspy Raider. And uh, so make sure to to uh, send him your, your best well wishes for his big day. But in, until we reconvene later on in the week, guys, enjoy this victory. I know Raspy's going to have an extra special birthday to, um, you know, kind of this is kind of icing on top of that cake for him as well. But, uh, guys, good vibes all around, and hopefully we can keep this going. Draft picks be damned. Let's keep this thing going and see right. what happens. Um, coming up with this Seahawks matchup, we're going to break it down every which way uh, that, that you can break down a matchup, and we're going to give you the key things to watch out for in this game if you want the Raiders to come out victorious. From the you know, from my co-host, the birthday guy, Mr. Raspy Raider, this is Raider Hart leaving you guys for now. Until we reconvene, guys, enjoy it because the Raiders, well, they just won, baby. Uh, uh.